You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! You're listening to the Papa Rock and J-Pop Show. You already have the truth. The mission of this podcast is to speak biblical truth into today's most controversial topics like abortion, homosexuality, transgenderism, and more. We speak these truths in a spirit of love and from the viewpoint of God's holy word for which we shall not apologize. We're glad you're listening. And here we go. Welcome to the Papa Rock and J-Pop show. You already have the truth. Hey, this is your host, John Delaney, hanging at the hangar with Papa Rock and J-Pop, uh, Randy Ferrer and Pastor Jay Dennis. All right. Also hey, also known John. as Papa Rock and J-Pop. That's right. We love it. I, I, I'm, we love it. I'm just Papa. <laughs> That's, they, don't, they don't give me any special names after Papa. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, and, and don't confuse me with Papa John. I'm not, <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Not the pizza Papa guy. Papa John. Well, we hope you've had a great mm. Christmas. Uh, it's Wednesday, the 27th of December. We're approaching a new year. And, man, we have some really good stuff for you coming uh, in this podcast. Yeah. Um, this uh, this week, uh, we're talking about mm. how uh, would Jesus vote. Uh, we're going to talk about it in another two weeks, and then we're going to talk about the Democratic platform. We are. That's all we got to say. We, we, yeah, exactly. And we're going to make some comparisons. <clears throat> yes. And we're going to let you determine uh, uh, which is most like uh, uh, the, the Bible. Can you be a dem- Can you be a Christian and vote? The Democrat platform. That's exactly what we're going That's to exactly address. What we're going to address. So. You think we'll get any mail over that? <laughs> Have we gotten any mail yet on anything? Oh, there you go. <laughs> or does the girl go to the post office and pick it up and take it right to the garbage yes, can? Yes, yes. <laughs> hate letters. We, we welcome. Oh, no. We well, welcome. Well, we're excited to bring you this message this week. Randy, take it away, brother. Hey, good morning, Jay. Good, good morning, morning, buddy. Yes, good yes, to it's great see to be you. here. For those of you who might be new listeners, this is the Pop Rock and J-Pop show. As uh, John said, you already have the truth, and you know we're basing our podcast on what what's God's truth about these topics, That's not right. what Amen. you believe exactly. or I believe or Jay believes. It's just what does God say about these topics, and we come to you as uh, as fathers and husbands and grandfathers and uh, Christian men. Uh, Jay is a pastor for many years. Mm. I'm a, a businessman, and so we uh, those are the that's the context of which we're providing That's this right. podcast, and we don't apologize for any of that, no. but we welcome all you listeners, and you don't have to agree with us because this is what God says, not what we say. <laughs> That's we exactly say. right. We're take it pass, up with him. We're take passing on his word. You <laughs> take got, it up you with You got him. a problem with that? Take, <laughs> yeah. it up with, take it up with God. <laughs> what did you say last time? You're going you're gonna to have a fight? You got a big God to fight? You got That's a big it. God. Yeah. That's right. So, so today's topic is how would Jesus vote? You know, in Luke 20, 22 through 25 it says it is right is it right for us to pay taxes to caesar or not jesus saw right through their duplicity and he said to them show me a denarius whose image and inscriptions are on it caesar's they replied he said to them then give back to caesar what is caesar's and to god what is god's Mm. 
You know, Jesus Christ is the King of kings, the Lord of lords. He and he alone is on the throne. He is in control. The future is in his hands. He always casts the deciding vote on everything, and he has no equal. So Jesus is not a Republican. He's not a Democrat. For sure, we know that. Amen. I'm glad you said that. Uh, That's another podcast. He resides in no one's box, right? He doesn't line up to fit a to put a political party. You know, he's a write-in. Yeah, Yeah, right. (laughs) We have to line up with him. Yeah, it'd be a good time to write him, guys. Not a mail-in ballot. So you know, we we follow him. He doesn't follow us. And the issue is not Jesus endorsing a candidate. It is the candidate endorsing endorsing Jesus. There's an acrostic. Uh, called varies V-A-R-I-E-S that we use, and it helps us to identify the Jesus of the Bible. Anything that varies from this doesn't represent the Jesus of the Bible. So no matter who claims to know him, if it varies from this, V-A-R-I-E-S, then drop it. Yes. So V varies. V is virgin born. A, atone for the sin of the world by dying on the cross. R, resurrection from the dead. I, incarnation, he is God in the flesh, fully God and fully man. E, exclusive, salvation only by faith in Jesus Christ. And S, scripture being the only source, only authority for belief and behavior. Amen. And Jesus alone has the authority to tell us how to live our lives. Yeah, we take the word of God. And that is our basis. That is our authority. So it's not subjective truth about what's your truth, what's my truth. No, this is God's truth. And uh, and Jesus said uh, his word is truth. Jesus's vote is the only vote that really matters. Jesus is not running for office. He already holds the deed of the world in his hand. And the only vote you get on Jesus is whether you will include him in your present life. You will have no vote when you die, then it's too late. Mm -hmm. There are no political solutions for the problem of the heart. Congress can't pass enough laws to change people's hearts. And that's what the world doesn't get. You're not going to change things or legislate things to make people good. That has to be a heart change. Jesus said, Matthew fifteen nineteen. For out of the heart comes evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false testimony, slander. The only solution is Jesus. No matter what happens on election day, God is still God, and salvation does not come through a political party. Luke two twenty verse twenty five. He said to them, "Then give back to Caesar what is Caesar's, and to God what is God's." Yeah. We live in that tension between two worlds, but while we're living on earth, we must do everything possible to change it in a Godward, Christward direction. So let's consider Jesus' involvement in government. Jesus was not anti-government. He obeyed the laws of the government, paid his taxes. He attempted to influence governmental leaders. And there are two forces in this world, God, who is all good, and then there is evil. We have a passionate commitment to promote God and to hate evil. And as a Christian, we're citizens of two worlds, Caesars and God's, the kingdom of God and the kingdom of this world. We have a mandate from God to pledge our allegiance to him first and foremost. 
We have a calling from God to change our world, to impact the world for Christ. And while living here, we are to make a God mark on this world. And that means we have certain responsibilities. We cannot concede that things will never change. We must never give up on reaching the world with the gospel. Mm. We cannot afford to get cynical or negative. And I've said this over and again. You keep watching the news, you're going to get distressed and depressed. But there has never been a better time to be a Christian than right now, Mm -hmm. ever. Uh, It's an amazing time. We possess the greatest power in the universe. We have prayer. We have faith. We have God's Word. We have the name of Jesus representing all He is. We have the blood of Jesus representing all He did. We have resurrection power. We have everything we need to make a difference on this planet. And I think it's good to... To begin with this, so you see the basis from which we're coming from when we share with you how would Jesus vote. Exactly right. And so, you know, it is not, the question is not, can we change the world? That's not the issue. The question is, why aren't we changing the world? Yes. That's not the government's place, guys. That's the church's place. That's our place. Dr. Richard uh, Land said, our loyalty does not belong to any party. Our loyalty does not belong to our family traditions. Our loyalty does not belong to any region of the country. Our loyalty belongs to the Lord Jesus Christ, period. Now, Jesus has given us some moral absolutes, so much so that aren't there in today's world. Right. Some guidelines on taking those moral issues and applying them to our culture. As a perfect man who was also God, Jesus would vote his convictions. He sure would. It would be inconceivable that Jesus would vote inconsistent with his convictions or the Father's convictions. Right. With his character. He would just he just wouldn't. So how would he vote? Yes. How would Jesus vote? One, let's <laughs> look at them. Jesus would pray about his vote. Yes. He would seek the Father and not just cast a prayerless vote. Jesus took everything to God in prayer. That's evident. Yes. In Luke 11, 1, it says, One day Jesus was praying in a certain place. When he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray just as John taught his disciples. Mm. So start praying like Jesus prayed. Uh, we need to pray about your vote. Everybody needs to pray mm-hmm. about your own vote. Seek God's wisdom. God's opinion matters most. Don't blindly support some candidate Because he wears a certain label or he represents something. Before you cast your vote, ask God, please give me the wisdom. Please help me do the right Right. thing. Christians should be on their knees, on their faces, praying about an election. This coming one, for sure. That's the truth. You know, every year uh, there's an election. We hear this is the most important Mm -hmm. election of our lifetime. Mm -hmm. And I think each one is, but I'm certain this one is. Yes, this seems Uh, very... Yeah. Number two, Jesus would gather all the facts about the candidates. He would know where the candidates stand on the moral issues that we so dearly embrace. Jesus would look at what the candidates had done, their record, and not just what they're saying, their promises. Not what they will do when they get into office, but... What is their track record? That's important. Very important. Yeah. And then number three, Jesus would vote to uphold that marriage is only between a man and a woman. No question. Jesus believed in the sanctity of marriage. Matthew 19, 4 and 5, haven't you read? He replied that at the beginning, the Creator made them male 
and female and said, For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. It could not be any clearer. Don't mess with the definition of marriage. We can tout tolerance all we want, but there is no tolerance for any other definition of marriage. Mm-hmm. Jesus loved the homosexual, but he hates the sin that is destroying them. Get this right. Jesus would not condemn away a person was born. Homosexuality is a choice not something you are born with. Are there people who have proclivities to this? Of course. And there are lots of different reasons, some that we don't even understand, but it's not something you are born with. So ask yourself, which candidates will most support God's definition of marriage? Recently, the Pope has declared that same-sex couples can now be blessed in the Catholic Church. This is a slippery slope, guys. Slippery slope. And I'm going to say this. uh, I am hugely disappointed in this pope. He concerns me and that he has uh, socialist leanings and maybe even more than leanings. But I think his liberal philosophy and stand is coming out and we're seeing it now as it relates to marriage. Yeah, and his comment was very general in nature, which is even Mm -hmm. more scary and confusing for the Catholics and and mm-hmm. and most other people listening, you know, because he is a uh, he is a, um, a representative of a large congregation right. of people, and so to be vague on a topic and just say things like uh, it's okay to bless the same sex couple, you know, and and try to figure that out. You right. can't let people try to figure that out because a blessing and the definition of that throughout the Bible is an approval. <clears throat> That's right. right. So are you approving? What are you saying? You know, Pope, are mm-hmm. you saying you just approve of the people that the, the, the couple is a great, they're both good people? I'm sure they are. Right. And sure. we're blessing you. But right. how are you saying it's okay, you're approving their marriage, you're giving that blessing, which is right. wrong. You can't it do that. Wrong. If you're you know, believing in what the Bible says. So very, very muddy waters there that he's not, he needs to be much more specific in that. He he does. My my fear is you know where this is headed. Yeah, slippery slope. You're yep. absolutely right. No doubt. And unfortunately, he's 87 years old. Yes, he, he <laughs> is. However, that's even more surprising. A man in his generation. He should know better. Know, True. Knows better and shouldn't kowtow to, to the, you know, to that, that wing of, absolutely. Of, of liberals. But yes. anyway. So... Number four, Jesus would vote for the protection of children. We're going to talk about children Mm -hmm. for a while. And this is, you know, of course, near and dear to our hearts as well. Yes. But throughout the Bible, it shows Jesus loved children. You know, children were close to his heart and they still are. And in Matthew 18, 6, he talked about if anyone causes one of these little ones, those who believe in me to stumble, it would be better for them to have a large millstone hung around their neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. Right. Um. It sounds like something an Italian mobster would say. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go fishing? You want to go sleep with the fishes. You touch the, the kids and go down. Just do me a favor. Don't shoot me in the face. Yeah. So, uh, so, you know, Jesus would vote to protect the unborn child. Jesus yeah, is for the life of the unborn, period. Jesus is anti-abortion, period. Yes. Jesus is pro-life, period. 
No political sidestepping here. No saying I am personally against abortion, but believe in a woman's rights to choose. No, you can't do that. Sorry. I, I get so angry at politicians for saying that. You cannot do that. If you're a believer and have faith as a Christian, that doesn't fly. That That's, doesn't hold water. It's cowardly. Yeah. Yeah, Psalms 139, 13 says, For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Jeremiah 1, 5, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nation. So, you know, um, there's, there's just no doubt that, mm-hmm. that Jesus was very clear on on life. Yes. And so... We should look, one should look at each party's platform to determine the overall beliefs. It's the greatest, this is the greatest moral issue of our time, this abortion issue. So, um, you know, what's the party say? And if you're a strong Christian, we're going to talk more about that. Yeah. Um, It's, it's a, it's, it's pretty clear. Yeah, it is. There's no, there's no gray area. So the Democratic Party platform is the most pro-abortion stance. Uh, that that can be taken, including abortion up to the point of delivery. You know, they mm. they include partial birth abortions used from the fifth month on. I mean, it's just crazy. Yes, and the great majority of uh, of partial birth abortions are performed on healthy babies of healthy mothers, and it's 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 yeah awful just to even say well, it in, in it, a sentence. It really is, and you hear this. Well, this is for the protection of the mother. But yeah. in most cases, that's not that's not it, guys. Not close. This is a matter of convenience. It's not a matter of the woman's health. Right. And again, this is not us saying this. No. Although we agree with what God says about yes. it. This is what God is saying. And if you line up with God and Jesus and, you know, what they're talking about and being pro-life, you know, you can't vote for a candidate that's that right. is okay with this that or is, a party. Someone asked me once, are you a single issue voter? And my answer was yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I determine who I'm going to vote for on the issue of where they stand on life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So further, you know, Jesus wouldn't support the embryonic stem cell research. That also kills life. Anything that's Yes. Life killing. Uh, we know Jesus wouldn't vote for. That's exactly right. Number five, Jesus would vote for those who would most embrace Christian beliefs. The question we need to ask is: Is this candidate friendly to the things of God? God has blessed this nation because this nation has blessed God. Yes. And why has His hand been upon us? Because we have been the greatest mission sending nation in the history of the world. <clears throat> America has sent more missionaries throughout the world than all of the other nations combined. Mm -hmm. And we have included God. However, the ACLU and the Freedom From Religion Foundation and others, they want God out of the picture. And how can we say God bless America when we only want his blessings, but we don't want him telling us how to live our lives? George Washington was an open promoter of Christianity. For example, in his speech on May 12, 1779, he claimed that what children need to learn above all was the religion of Jesus Christ, and that to learn this would make them greater and happier than they already are. Way to go, George. Way to go. So listen what the following have in common. 
Charles Pinckney and John Langdon, founders of the American Bible Society, James McHenry, founder of the Baltimore Bible Society, Rufus King helped found a Bible Society for Anglicans, Abraham Baldwin, a chaplain in the Revolution and considered the youngest theologian in America, Roger Sherman, William Samuel Johnson, John Dickinson, and Jacob Broom, all were theological writers, James Wilson and William Patterson, placed on the Supreme Court by President George Washington, and they had prayer over juries in the U.S., Supreme Court room, and the list could go on. And here's what they all had in common. All of them were signers of the Constitution. Mm. Be done with this nonsense about the majority of our founding fathers not being God-fearing Christians. That doesn't measure up to the truth. So when you hear these guys were just a bunch of theists and they were not uh, you know, committed to Jesus Christ, don't believe a word <clears throat> of that mess. Mm-hmm. And I want to say something more than mess, but mess will have to do for our <laughs> podcast today. Keep, keep, right. keep it and clean. why? Because this is the truth. And you already have the truth. Amen. Peace out. The Papa Rock and J-Pop Show is brought to you courtesy of the Wingman Nation Men's Ministry. Check out wingmannation.com for our blog, the Wingman Men's Moment Podcast, and great learning resources for men.